gotta be so average? Just some average guest podcast. What's up, people? This is Diggy Metro. Young Ummer. And we are by ourselves and today. That's it, <laughs> that's it for and today. That's all. Uh, I think that we're officially so uh, in on the podcast game now that we're just like, we're going to do a podcast whether we like it or not. Whoever the team, whatever team members <laughs> Yeah, are. like it could just be two of us and we're Doesn't still going to do a podcast. Matter. We're trying to get this content out, th- out there. And uh, I, bro, we keep on talking about the video aspect of podcasting and we need to do that. I think people are a lot more inclined to watch. Yeah. No, no, that's the that's the only listen. step that's going to make us grow. As a, yeah, because where do we go from here? Exactly. Like, we can keep <laughs> as on. As far as content, we can just I mean, keep, yeah, we're, <laughs> we, can do fucking, we can do five a week, but, like, at some point. Something's like got to be different. Yeah, we got to grow. So, yeah, guys, uh, look forward to. I'm going to figure out the, the video situation and how we can go about that. But look forward to a video uh, aspect of this podcast coming at some point this year. Yeah, we're working on it. Or Life keeps getting in the way and, and uh, such, but we're 2020 podcast uh, will have video. It should be lit. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's set that as like the, the deadline for starting video. We tried it in the past. We have like, if you go on YouTube and, and you search, we have Just probably you setting up your fucking phone. Yeah. I think, I think we have like <laughs> three, fall over for an hour. three episodes. Yeah. Of the podcast. And uh and yeah, so if you want to watch and see what that would look like, you could definitely search that and fucking and see it. But uh hopefully it's we rough. could do it in a lot more uh professional manner. Um you said you wanted to talk about gentrification today. Yeah, I feel like it's uh it's pretty pertinent and people are uh are feeling or are always talking about it, but nobody's ever like so what's up with this uh, gentrification? You know what's so weird about gentrification? Uh, white people just have no fear. Yeah, because it just means their area expands. <laughs> did you did you hear about the um, the Joker steps? Oh yeah, I was watching Dizzy Zamiro and they were talking about it. All right, the Joker steps uh, for people who are listening that don't know the Joker steps from the movie The Joker are in the Bronx and they're in like a really really rough area, like not safe to like be walking around and shit. And white people, since the movie came out, white people have been going to the steps and, like, trying to recreate the scene. And they're, like, being met by uh, brute force. (laughs) (laughs) The hit is... But, like, you gotta... Like, everything for the fucking Instagram post. It's fucking insane. It's kind of like the crocodile hunter. Like, you know Steve Irwin, Uh like, eventually, like, that was, like, his demise. (laughs) That he was so, like, loosely comfortable. (laughs) You're gonna get bit eventually. The funny thing is, they were talking about it on these events, but the funny thing is, they mentioned it briefly. There's, like, old Hispanic ladies that walk those steps without fear (laughs) every day because they know they're Gucci. But you white people, you foreigners, you should have some fear. You know what's weird about, about, like, hood areas is that eventually, if you've been there for long enough, you just become accustomed to it and there's like a street culture that whether or not like you're a young fucking thug like you could be an old lady and they respect you because they know you're from the area it's the second that you look like an outsider that's when it becomes an issue it's like oh that person's not from here and because of that they don't know like the guidelines and we could probably fucking rob them for all their worth to like a really like oh yeah they know immediately oh yeah it's not like they're looking not, at you in your car, like literally, like that person. That car is not. For doesn't me. know where the fuck they're at right now. No, I did that um, when I was younger. I used to think it was cool to like walk over. We're in Pasig right now, and literally walk over here past Mister B's, and now you know exactly where the fuck we are. 
But pass <laughs> bees and like walk down to the chicken spot and get Lucy's. And I knew a couple people that lived around here and I thought it was straight. And then the first time real shit went down happened. And I was like, no, no, mm-mm. Back home, <laughs> back across that river we go. <laughs> yeah, I feel and like I proceeded to do so. Yeah, it's almost like jumping in the cage, but like a fucking like a animal at the zoo. Yeah, like you're enamored by it from the outside, so you're mm-hmm. like, oh, it'll probably be chill. And then you fucking go in, and you're like, oh shit, <laughs> that's super. That offensive. fucker's gonna I feel like bite me. Just find that super offensive, but yeah, I love it. <laughs> a little hey, listen, bit. take it for what it is, man. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, I'm not lying. Like, no, you'll be offended, but I'm not fucking lying. <laughs> you are not, sir. It really is. It looks, it looks cool from the outside. Oh, uh, I wanna, I wanna uh, take a second to. My girl got extremely offended by the the fat people jokes that we were saying about the girls wearing Harley Quinn outfits. And this is, this is what I want to say. And um, I want you to to talk to me about this because as offensive as I'm being, when I when I talk about fat shaming and shit, like I honestly speak of it thinking that that's one way to I feel like if you're tough shamed love. enough, tough yeah. Love. Almost tough love, but like I feel like if you're shamed enough with anything, like dude, all right. it's a fine line. <laughs> for, <All right>. sure. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure, a fine line. Okay, I remember I wore these. Remember when colored skinny jeans were a thing? Were they? Yeah, in high school, like they were popping colored skinny jeans. I don't know if Wellington ever caught the wave. Skinny, so. <laughs> Back to the fat thing. <laughs> wasn't rocking skinny jeans. All right, so I wore uh, purple colored skinny jeans one time uh, in high school and I had this like black MTV shirt that looked good with it but alright so I wear this and I made the mistake of wearing like a pink hoodie with it wow and you're walking around looking like a fruit loop oh dog I got so much shit that day yeah and because I got so much shit I never wore that outfit again I know right I know you didn't <laughs> but looking back at it I'm happy I got shit because that outfit was horrible no I feel you and that's how I feel about fat shaming. <laughs> I feel like I feel like if I say it enough, someone will like be like, you know what? I really need to get my life in order. Like I'm I'm actually like apologizing right now. I actually, because I don't mean to be as offensive as it may come off. I'm actually hoping that someone hears it and is like, yo, they're right. I need to fucking this is, work this is out. Still trying to relate and. Everybody knew what you meant before the story of trying to relate. No, my bro, my <laughs> girl, my listen, my girl what. made me seem like I am like the devil. I, you're like, little she was like, to the facts. <laughs> she was like, you don't know what it's like to be like that. Like you, you don't take a second to step in their shoes. And as I don't, yeah, I just want you to understand where I'm coming from. Like nothing is meant to be like offensive to the point where I want you to like fucking do harm to yourself or like actually like be like depressed over it. I'm I'm trying to like in a jokingly harsh manner be like yo tough love yeah like get it together don't you worry. can you can fix it <laughs> you can wear the Harley Quinn shirt. can you can you speak to that though all right I feel like a lot of fat people feel like they can't fix that problem like it's something that's impossible to fix yes or no it's an addiction I understood but easily even with an addiction like. I'm addicted to smoking cigarettes, right? Yeah. And I know that I can fix that. It's yeah. fucking hard. After a while, though, the fat thing, like, if you let it go long enough, it becomes such a fucking mountain that even if you know that you can climb that mountain, it might as well be, like, Mount Everest. Right. Because you're just like, oh, like, I can get up there, but I may die trying. <laughs> See, it, it's a perfect correlation with, with smoking, though, because, like, all right, 
you're say you go home one day and you say I'm such a piece of shit. I keep on fucking smoking. I know this is going to kill me one day. What do you do next to relieve that stress? Smoke? Yeah. Probably. You know what I'm saying? It's, <laughs> it's like, like, God, all this thinking about not smoking has got me really cranky for cigarettes. Right, <laughs> right, right. It's like, it's like, fuck, I'm a fat shit. Like, that happens. And then you just eat more because you're like it's so like a, it's upset like a hands that up you're in fat. The air right, like right. Hands up what, in the air. But not in a happy way. <laughs> in a very defeated and just like no way out type of way. Yeah. No, it's it's like sad. What, like, what, woke, I, you, what woke you up to that? You have no, a doctor drastic. Told me, he was like, you're going to die. He said that? Yeah, you're going you're gonna to die. Why was that not considered fat shaming? That's not because he because he's one clinically authorized <laughs> to give that diagnosis. Two, he wasn't he wasn't like making fun. He was just telling me a fact. Like so, what you're, you're saying gonna have is diabetes, and you're gonna die in like five years. So you need to like get your shit. Together. So what you're saying is he fat shamed you. Into you fat shaming? <laughs> I guess that's what we're doing. <laughs> but uh, he was uh, he was doing it with a lot of concern. No, but in all reality, when even bro, my brother, my guys, mind you, and I've spoken about this on this podcast, but my brother is fucking way overweight, like super overweight. He's not you, Mongo. He's not me. He's five six, two hundred seventy pounds. Yeah, he's just it, it that's is, fucking. What's, what's killing him is the five six thing. Right, right. But he's he's overweight, like really overweight. And bro, if according to I know that you said fuck BMI the last time we talked about it, and I know that that's like it ranges with body type and everything, but like. If you're just going strictly off BMI with someone like my brother, 5'6", 270, like, he's, like, past the obese point, like, by eons. BMI's a bitch. You know what I'm saying? So, I go home sometimes, and I see my brother. I remember one time, me and Crispy just went to uh, to the diner, and it's, like, 2 a.m., and we picked up food, and we bring it back to my crib, and my brother is downstairs, 2 a.m., and he's fucking drinking soda directly from, like, a two-liter bottle, and he's eating chips, but like devouring chips. And I remember looking at him and just being like, I was wasted, but I was like, like, dude, you're gonna like kill yourself. And he, I think Crispy has been my friend since five. So I don't see Crispy as someone that I can't talk like that in front of with my mm-hmm. brother. Cause like, I don't think my brother gets embarrassed by being in front of Crispy. You know what I mean? But my brother was like, clearly like very angry about what I was saying, but like, yo, I'm saying it because I actually love my brother. Like, it's not some shit where I'm like, dude, you're going to kill yourself. And he, Fuck you. And you he know? Was, but he was angry because he knows you're right, more or less. He's an, he's probably, was probably annoyed that you said it to him, wasted, walking in, stumbling yeah. and shit, coming back from the eating, diner eating to God eat God food. knows what the <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like being eating. a super hypocrite about it. But at the same time, it's like a nag. Like, he's not thinking about that when he's eating. And then you say it suddenly, and it's kind of like, all right, well, ruin the fucking meal, my guy. Jesus, can we talk about this in the fucking morning? Like, you're right. sitting in here enjoying myself. Because <laughs> you're at the, like, top ecstasy. When you're, when you're fat, you're sitting there, like, munching out at night. Like, that is, you are in the zone. It's euphoria. <laughs> that is where you're at. See, so somebody comes in and just fucking knocks down the door on you. It's like, yo, fuck face, you're going to die. <laughs> you're just like, all right, dick. <laughs> what bothers me about about my brother is that, like, I diet, and, like, I could probably afford to not diet for a little bit, 
but even I know that like there's certain shit that I just cannot consume on a regular basis because it's not going to do well for my body. And how my brother, I've had this conversation with my brother a million times over and how he doesn't like one day just be like, yo, you're right. I need to stop. That's confusing to me. And I like, cause it's like the, it's deal, the addiction. Deal, it's the addiction factor. But yeah. But like, just think about the, the drinking issue you always talk about. Yeah. You're waking up every Saturday getting fucking wasted. I'm sure people told you to stop. I'm sure there were signs. I don't think they did because my like my friend group was just your mother as never bad. gave you the SMH. She, I think my mom used to get mad because I would drunk drive all the time. Whatever you my were getting mom, shit yeah, one yeah. way or another, but yeah. you also were recognizing. I'm sure. Sir, I mean, sure, you weren't oblivious the whole fucking time. No, no. Like, you were getting drunk and bad shit was happening afterwards. But everybody has their shit. And for you, it took a DUI. The problem is with being fat. What does it take? A fucking. There is no DUI. Like, does it take a heart disease? Like, what is it? You know what I'm saying? And that's the problem. That's the problem. That's. It's almost like preventative. Like, I don't want my brother to get to the point where he has diabetes and then recognize, fuck, I can't eat sugar anymore. And that's what bothers me. And it's like, I see that that's going to happen because I just know how life works. And I'm like, I want, like, I'm trying to save him. But there's, like, no way to really save him in that case. You never know, though. You know what I mean? He can wake up tomorrow and just. It's it's really, it's a a choice thing, man. It's just like. You got to recognize, like we were, we were talking about a whole bunch of shit before, but um, you just kind of wake up and kind of recognize, like, whatever it takes, it being, like, a doctor telling you you're going to fucking die or just, like, um, you just self-realization type shit. Yeah. But something's either going to give or not going to give. And nobody can make that choice for it. Yeah. Like, I, I know that cigarettes, if I continue to smoke, are gonna be my demise like i know for a fact like that's gonna happen yeah like i gave up food but i leaned into cigarettes heavy right right. my smoking twofold after i i fucking uh lost all the weight well do you you think it's an appetite thing um i think it's like that i just have an like you have people have addictive personality i know i have an addictive personality i have to like sometimes i'll indulge a little bit in something a little too much i've gotten a lot better at recognizing when i or how not when. You always know when, but how to, like, shut shit off. Yeah. And for me, it's like, that's why, like, a couple of weeks ago, I went fucking nuts and I went underground. That's kind of how I got to be with certain things for me. I should probably figure out a new way. But as of right now, I figured that if I can cut any source, I'm usually pretty good. I never go looking for it. I'm a, I'm an opportunist <laughs> when it comes to being... uh fucking heavily into something do you see yourself quitting smoking yes i have to yeah if i want to have like a good life i just know like i'm just too like not to sound like an asshole but like i'm just too smart to not right right to just be like no i'll be all right that's yeah that's how <laughs> i feel I'll be okay it just sucks because smoking is one of those things where it's, it's like fantastic yeah it's just so it's wonderful good man like, like, they make it just like but it's like sweets man like like fucking fantastic I, when my brother is eating like shitty foods I don't look at him and be like, how the fuck do you eat that? I know why you're eating it. It's fucking delicious. That food is great. But uh, it's you know so how great it is bad for, for you. Whatever, however your brain is wired, that food is like, sometimes it's like fucking sex. And Right. But <laughs> it's yo, like literally, it's like, it's like, dude, like me being 200 pounds, 6'2", and when I eat food like that, 
I personally feel like shit. I can't even imagine having that much weight on me and putting that food in my body and not feeling horrible. That's another thing. Your brother, like, feeling like shit is the norm. Don't He don't, like, yeah. there is no See, that's like that's like drinking and recognizing sobriety. Like, you don't realize that there's, like, bro, I was definitely an alcoholic at one point because- 100%. You just get used to, I remember at one point just getting used to my mornings feeling painful. Yeah. It just becomes like, this is, this is what it is. Right. Like I wake up, I have a headache, I drink water a lot. And then like tonight I'll drink again. And then I'll be fine. Yeah. And then I'll feel good. And then the next morning it's repeat the same process. Yeah. <laughs> literally yeah. And, and I guess I'm just waiting for, cause yeah. What I've what I've learned over time and, and like trying to be like a helpful person is that no one wants help. Um, it's about just being open it's about, to it. But I think it's about learning everyone needs help. Everyone Nobody needs can help. do anything. For about sure. Themselves. Everyone needs help. Nothing is ever done soul. No, dude. But it's like a thing where like you said before, like you have to you have to like get it the hard way, kinda. You don't have to. Some people don't. Like some people are perfectly fine one day waking up and, but they've, I think, I those think those are the people. exceptions. Those yeah, people I think kill those people are the for exceptions. Sure. I think the normal people need to get kicked in their ass for some fucking Was there reasons. a, was there any sense of, of being made fun of that made you say, I really need to lose weight? Maybe being made fun of made me try multiple times. Yeah. But like, it was the, it's like you try and then you see a little results and, and honestly, God is kind of cruel because lose if losing if you could lose like thirty pounds immediately, I guarantee everybody would just lose weight. Right, because it's you lose ten pounds and the first ten pounds are quick. Yeah, and you're like, oh word, I could do this, but I swear to God, you continue for another month, you'll be fine, and it'll just be routine, just like the other shit. But the problem is, you lose the first ten, fifteen, and you and celebrate then- by eating a fucking. It's cake. not even celebration. It's like you lose them in the first week and a half, two weeks, and then. You do, you're like literally in agony because your whole world has been flipped, turned upside down. Right. The one thing you get a source of pleasure from, you get ridiculed the whole time outside the house. One time you get source of pleasure by yourself in your room, eating is finally gone. And now you're just fucking trying to keep your head on straight, but the weight won't drop anymore. And now you're just like, oh, I just did all that and I lost two pounds in two weeks. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? but, but this is the the fucked up part is two pounds per week is the healthy way to lose weight. Lo- logical, lo- logic, logic. hundred oh, percent. But this is what I'm saying. Like, like yeah. to a person out there that's like severely overweight that's mm-hmm. listening to this. Like, if you lost two pounds this week, like you're on pace to do well. Yeah. And they and they know that, but it's just like those two pounds might seem like nothing. But first off, this is another thing that that I realized: like time fucking flies. Mm-hmm. Like if you stick to a routine and you actually do shit, like time fucking flies. Like it might feel like fucking agony for the I first two weeks, <laughs> but the second that you get into the routine of doing shit, time actually fucking goes by. And and when you're taking those pictures, like the before and after pictures, like bro, I've been going to the gym every day for the past like month and a half. I'll, I'll skip weekends, but we're going every day and I see the results and just like looking at my arms, looking at fucking my body. I see that like I'm growing, you know what I mean? And, and to me, it's like, that didn't take that long. If you just stick to it, it happens. 
it'll happen. It's just that people aren't willing to it's stick just, to it. But like you got to think about being fat. Like if you're a person who stuffs their face, you're not exactly good in the instant gratification. Right, right, department. right. <laughs> yeah, you're not. Your patience isn't that exactly like on. on do you the think ball. that you need a substitute? Like, do you need uh, do you need the alternative? Helps. Because I like mean, like for smoking, fucking, even heroin addicts get suboxone. Right, Maybe right. You need something <laughs> for for smoking. Like, like bro. I'll try everything before just going cold turkey. And I want to go cold turkey, but it's so just, hard. that shit is so difficult. So, so if I could smoke this little fucking bullshit jewel thing and fucking- But I, it only works cold turkey. See, but this, exactly, and that's the issue. I don't think anybody's ever done a worthwhile rehabilitation off anything, food, drugs, I was doing whatever, the patch. If it's I, not cold. I was on a nicotine patch mm -hmm. for a while. And I don't know if you've ever, have you ever done a nicotine no. patch? Dude. Just for experimentation purposes, do a nicotine patch and go to sleep. That sounds like with the nicotine patch on. No, no I, I get it, but that, I'm not sure how I feel about that. That either sounds Bro, ridiculous. Or uh, listen to this. The first day that I I do this because I didn't know that you're supposed to fucking take it off at this point. The the doctor literally tells me this is. They say it's for one day usage, but you could leave it on and it'll stay stuck to you for days. Like, it's not going to come off in the shower or whatever. So I didn't know that you're supposed to take it off while you go to sleep. Like, it spikes so shit. just get fucking mean amounts of nicotine throughout the night. So check this out. <laughs> so the first day, right, I, I go to sleep and I have, bro, it wasn't even a dream. I was in Spain with, <laughs> listen. I wasn't even dreaming, Monica. I was in Spain. Listen, I was in Spain with Luka Doncic at a fucking club, right? And me and him are just walking around this club and not f not for one second did I say to myself, how the fuck do you know Luka Doncic? <laughs> Bro, I'm walking around this club with Luka Doncic, right? And literally we get into like a brawl at this club <laughs> and fucking we we dip out from there and he has to he has to hide his face because he can't have people know that he's like an NBA player and like fucking is going to fuck up his endorsements and all this shit. Right. And I'm just chilling with him. And then fucking we're like walking out and I'm having these conversations with him and I'm meeting celebrities literally fucking dude. Like it was not a dream. Right. I would double up on the negative. Listen, <laughs> it was bro. It was so nuts that I woke up the next day and I was like, holy shit, where the fuck am I? And I'm like, I've never had a dream that was that intensely vivid and fucking lucid where I'm like actually like coherently walking around talking to people. Did you look it up? Is looked it, a it up. Effect? Looked it up. And apparently nicotine dreams are a real thing. Like, because huh. what happens is like before you get into deep sleep, like your REM, mm -hmm. nicotine spikes keep you from ever hitting that. So you're just in a constant state uh -huh. of like, that like middle ground where yeah. you're kind of like awake but you're dreaming. That's how it was. That's sleep apnea is the same. And that's why I felt but you never get good sleep that way. You don't get good sleep. Like I would wake up in the middle of the night with the nicotine, but you wake up and you're like so ready to go back in because yo, know, for me, I'm like an explorer when it comes to like new shit. <laughs> Plug me back in. Yeah, yeah. Like, Plug me back in. I felt like I was in the Matrix. <laughs> it was so intense, dude. But like I recommend anyone that's like Give it a shot. If you're trying to quit, not don't be a fucking idiot like these kids that are getting jewels and getting addicted to nicotine like fucking idiots. It's like, the stupidest thing I've ever seen. It's man. fucking insane. I don't understand. It's insane. Like, is it just like, are you really trying to ride any wave? Is that really the wave? The wave now is to ride the wave. Like, is that really the wave? Being 13 and like ripping a jewel in your classroom is fucking 
idiotic. There's no jewel signs in places now. That's so, High so nuts, different. dude. It's so different. so different. Yeah, yeah. Kids are doing And it wasn't that long ago. Like, we were in school, like, our 10-year anniversary is this year. I know, but that's pretty fucking intense. We're old. 10 years is, is, a, is a good amount of time. That's a long time, dude. I don't, I, actually, th- I don't think there's ever been such a drastic change. Visa was here earlier, and I said, I was like, my 10-year anniversary is this year. And he's like, holy shit, dude. And that's fucking nuts, dude. When you, you actually think know. about 10 years. A decade. We've only done that fucking twice, twice and some twice change. And some change. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, for real, for real. Like, that's such a fucking long time, but it seems so short. Like, I feel like high school was yesterday. I remember everything. Uh, It actually... Um, yeah, it feels like it was, feels like I, it was just I remember when you stole my Bluetooth. I remember that. I remember being accused (laughs) heavily for months on end until I was vindicated. Thank God. For guys who, for people who haven't listened to the, uh, the podcast for long enough, uh, this is actually a a running joke, but when I first met, um. Was it a joke the first time? (laughs) (laughs) Bill was about to whoop my ass. When I first met, um, uh. Uh, this kid that we know, Sean, was like, oh, my boy raps. Uh, him and my our, our other boy, Bass, he, they were like, yo, my boy raps. Like, you should meet him, blah, blah, blah. You guys should do a track together. We do a track over uh, Drake. I forget what song. Maybe Headlines. Some Drake song, right? We do. It was we, hard. Yeah, it was dope. And we did a, a track over it and fucking, this is when Bluetooth, like, like for your phone, were still super fucking in. And uh, I was a delivery driver. And I used to rock the Bluetooth every uh, shift or whatever. And this one day I wore this hoodie that I never wore. And I, when I got home, I put it right back in my closet in the area that I'll never go to again. And that was it. So Am um, <laughs> comes through, fucking records this song, and uh, leaves. And then, you know, I'm walking around my room. Like, fucks my Bluetooth. And the only person I didn't know <laughs> that came into the crib was Am. Um. <laughs> And my Bluetooth was missing. Just for being the new guy. <laughs> and and then the funniest part is I'm hitting up I'm hitting up my friends that know um and I'm like <laughs> I'm like, yo, uh, I think your boy stole my Bluetooth. And they're like telling me that he's on honor roll. Like that's like that like you can't steal a Bluetooth if you're on honor roll. They're like, nah, dude, he's like a straight A student. Is like, that dude, he's think? bro, I was like is that how people think? Yo, they said that. And I'm like, bro, he still stole my... I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I, hope, I hope that's not I'm not grading what... his test. Like, <laughs> like, you stole my Bluetooth. Like, I want my Bluetooth back. Just a uh, heads up, everybody. Being smart does not equal good person. Right. <laughs> Usually the worst people are the smartest. Are the smartest, yeah. <laughs> because they, they fucking drew up a whole plan. Because <laughs> they know how to work your ass. Exactly. So then, like, months later, I'm wearing this hoodie that I never wear. Son and uh, I'm walking into a Wendy's. And I reach in the pocket. And I feel it. And... One of the kids that brought on um, through was next to me, and he knew what I grabbed. And this I, is my, how fucking intense this got. Like other niggas had this on their psyche. <laughs> like, he knew what I grabbed. He saw the the look in my face when I touched the Bluetooth in my pocket. And from that point forward, it's just been me wondering how Am um snuck back into my crib <laughs> and put that Bluetooth in that fucking and, hoodie. And Seabass called me that day. And as soon as I got the call, because me and Bass were cool, but like, like he wouldn't just like. I was at school, and this was like the middle of the week at night, and I'm like, "There's no reason for me best to be calling me unless one, he's dying in Jasontown, <laughs> or they found the Bluetooth, and I knew they found it. I knew exactly what the call was, and I and I was just elated. <laughs> it's just like freedom ring. Let's just <laughs> say I'm ring. still suspicious about how he broke into my crib and put it back. 
I told you the smartest people are <laughs> the most evil. <laughs> yeah, it was the drawn up plan by the honor roll student. I knew I was I knew I was leaving for school in September. <laughs> and going back to Am um, being a big boy back then, Am um, was like leaning on my dresser, and my whole in my head, I put it on the dresser, and Am um, leaned on the dresser and like reached no, back just and just couldn't put stand, it in his pocket. Just couldn't stand for long periods of time. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> but ever since then, me and Am have been great friends. Yeah. After once you I recognized he killing me. Yeah. Once I, I recognized was, he didn't steal my Bluetooth. Great friends. It was like we were. Everything was reconciled. No, <laughs> nigga, I was down to be friends from the beginning. You just had this nagging suspicion in your head. And you my, would not take my word for it for any reason. <laughs> in my defense, if I came to your crib and something no. went missing, same concept. What? No, no, no. I that night when he when you thought it got taken. I remember getting home and Sean hit me up and he didn't even say anything. He just said, uh, Dill's Bluetooth is missing. And I'm like, I did the math myself and I was like, I'm the only motherfucker there. He doesn't know. Like, Sean, you knew for years. And I think the other person was fucking Carrie or something. Yeah. And ba- Bass. Or like like three other people that you were yeah. well acquainted with. <laughs> yeah. And then me. And I was like, oh, well, there it goes that. And there goes my rap career. <laughs> Down the drain. So good too, guys. <laughs> I wish you would have stuck to rap. Why didn't you stick to rapping? Because everything else in my life, just lack of willpower. Yeah? Yeah. Well, not even lack of willpower. I didn't take us serious. Like, I didn't take you. I didn't take you that serious back then. Yeah. I was just like, oh, this. Is, well, it's not even about taking you serious. Just like there was no like, like we were talking about earlier. There was no like looking ahead. It was like, oh, he raps, cool, and he's good at it. Even cooler. Oh, you I'm were kind of good at it. You were good at cool. it. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> but that's it. See, that's all I thought about it's, it. It's funny. Rap is just like everything else. Where like, if you just do it enough. Like, you'll be good at it, but it seems like such a stretch. I think some people just can't do it. I don't think so, dude. I don't know, man. Yo, some people just are if not. If you listen like, to some of my like first. Rhythmically re- no, no, no. Del. I know what bad rap sound like, and I know what early rappers sound like. No, 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 no. And some people just cannot dude, catch I, a beat for their fucking I could show life. you records. I believe it. That I'm were sure fucking were bad. bad. I'm sure man. you were at least on tempo. I think. Oh, I was no, I was on beat, but I was bad. I like some people, dude. Have you ever heard some people like try to even like play rap? Listen to this. It's not even listen like to this. It's I was look. Like, I was 12 years old. My little cousin Olivia, she would fucking kill me if if I if she heard this. Right. I'm 12 years old. My little cousin Olivia. Uh, she was like a little tomboy. She always wanted to like do whatever I was doing. Oh, so she's a grown woman now. So she yeah, yeah actually but she would actually be super mad if I yeah. she heard this. But look, at 12 years old, I hung up this mic from my bed. I had a bunk bed. I hung the mic down. I had a video game where you make beats on. It was just all loops and you just fucking created beats. Horrible beat I made. And uh, I had her sing the chorus and it was, what you think you're gonna do with them gangsters? With them gangsters. <laughs> and dude, that was one of my first songs ever. And it was so fucking bad. Like, dude, but it's like, cringe. You came up with, but you understood the concept of a hook at 12 years old. You understand what I'm saying? No, I get that. But like, what you think you're gonna do with them gangsters doesn't even make sense. You're 12 years old. <laughs> Some people would make that same lineup. I thought I was a thug. I thought I was <laughs> sure a thug, dude. I had a G-unit spinner sure. and everything. Oh, we all had the G-unit. Oh, man, I thought I was such a thug. Remember Why the spinner did... shoes, the Dada's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The three wells. Why did we wear such goofy shit back then? Dude, if you see- We wore $20 chains, and we thought see... that we were like balling. If you see my sixth grade dance pictures- it looks like I was literally about to check into a game. Yeah. 
I had a headband on and a wristband. Oh, dude, I had and suede a headband and shorts. Why? I wasn't gonna sweat, dude. <laughs> I, I was had, sweating because it was fat, not because I was fucking doing anything <laughs> fucking physically demanding. I was down with the the spinner culture, so I got another spinner from the mall. Uh, it said LA on it, right? It was an never LA been, spinner. Never, been never went out of Jersey, right? And uh, I remember going to a sixth grade dance, and the eighth graders were like. Oh, you love language arts, huh? <laughs> and they were just fucking ripping me. And I was like, dude, I hate you guys. I want to stab you guys language right now. Language arts. That's actually They're like, cool. oh, language arts is awesome, huh? Like, just going in. And I'm like, all right, man. Like, I got the like, joke. What like, do you know about LA? <laughs> yeah, fucking, I got it, man. No, no. If I look, looking back at younger me makes me cringe. Yeah. A lot of shit I did. I feel like you had to go through those phases, though. To, like, I wore an in-sync shirt. No, no, no. To that's school? T- that's tough. No, no, no. You don't understand. I didn't understand. Like, I was young. But I always loved music and like NSYNC, fuck that, still love them. But like now I'm an adult and I don't care what other people fucking think yeah. about my fucking taste of music. Oh no, back then, yeah. But back then, I wore this shirt and I was like, I liked NSYNC. <laughs> like I really did. I thought their music was cash. I got you. I was like, all I- loved it. And I wore a shirt to school and it just had the five niggas on the front and NSYNC at the bottom. And I was hyped about this shirt. And I got to school and- I think I, I I don't even really remember it because I think my mind might have blocked out that day <laughs> from my psyche. But um, I never, needless to say, I never wore that shirt again, and it just collected dust. But I always still loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, first concert you ever went to? Jonas Brothers. <laughs> I took my sister for her birthday. Backstreet Boys, five years old. What did I rock to the school the next day? A Backstreet Boys dog tag chain. Very good. That's see, that's at least low key. Like niggas got a squint to figure out what you're wearing. Oh no, no, they knew. <laughs> oh no, they find out. <laughs> they Yo, kids saw, are savage. They saw what it was. Kids are savage. And boy, you got ripped a new asshole. I, I think Backstreet Boys at that point were so popping that uh, nah. Dude, I, I was I, I was rocking this Insync shirt at the height. Like they were pop. Like that. Was, yeah, but Insync was, was like popping. NSYNC, Britney, fucking. See, at five, kids aren't as mean because like kids love dumb shit. Like kids are watching like Barney and shit. You know what I, I mean? No, kids were fucking pretty mean. In Sync had a uh, longer run than Backstreet Boys. I feel like for sure you might have been like rocking that in like fifth grade. No, I was I was older. From than like five. bro, from old. first to like fifth grade, there's a big drop off in nice people. <laughs> for real though, <laughs> you ain't lying to me, bro. Yeah. I was the fat kid with the In Sync shirt. You ain't gotta tell me twice. Yeah, dude. To talk about mean. Kids were fucking me. After nine eleven, the next day, first thing somebody oh, says to me yeah. as I walk up is, "I heard your cousin blew up the towers." Oh yeah, I was like, that's bad. I was like, I didn't even fathom how bad it was until like three years later, dude. Like that's how bad it was. I was like, cousin, I don't even know any of these. Check like, this. What are you even talking about? Back when uh, we were in high school, and uh, I used to make rap songs and fucking and like add people's names in it to like show that like yeah I, I do this, right? And I remember <laughs> there was a dude. An Arab dude who left a fucking bomb and a Pathfinder in uh, Times Square. And I drove a Pathfinder. Is that weird? (laughs) I tried to put that up. (laughs) When did you lose this Pathfinder? I I never lost it. It had an unfortunate. I misplaced it. <laughs> it had an unfortunate smelting accident. <laughs> but no, this dude leaves this Pathfinder in Times Square. And it's not a funny thing. Like, but I remember one of the lines of my song was, "Yo, Ahmed, tell your uncle that the Pathfinder was genius." 
Oh, damn. I said the flow game tight and the spit game the mean or some shit like that. But I remember that vividly being a bar and putting that so out. It's not a bad bar, though. <laughs> no, no. It was, it was dope, but today you would get murdered for that line. Yeah, I guess. So you can't say that line today. Uh, people say stupid shit, though. Not like that. That's not that bad, though. That was bad. <laughs> Did you ever hear that dipset freestyle? Young Muhammad Atta, no plane lessons, cocaine lessons to supply the towers. <laughs> no, but I think every Arab person in the world knows that. <laughs> it's a hard verse. <laughs> Joel, free Joel's. Our culture. <laughs> yeah, dude, being, it's just, after 9-11, I feel like everyone that was just brownish got shit. Not Hispanics. I'm talking about like Indians. Well, yeah, that's because people A-Rab. can't tell the difference. Like, right. That's like that's like what, when I said that that Arab people wear turbans, and you were like, "No, they don't." Well, yeah, but that's even a technical thing. Like, I wouldn't even expect you to know that. Like, that's a, that's because we wear headdresses. Hundred percent thought that we we wear headdresses. They wear headdresses. They're brown. We're brown. Like, I don't like now as a grown person. Like, I'm like, I don't expect you to be like a fucking aficionado. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't ex- I don't expect that. Yeah. But like. What gets me sometimes is like people that are brown getting at other people that are br- like, uh, like there was a Christian Egyptian kid that went to our school, and he like was talking shit about some post I put he up. Thought he was a shit. He he was putting he was talking some shit about something I put up about like something something political I put up some bullshit, which is why I don't put up shit anymore about. It. But um, he he said something that was like. In line with something somebody would say in a in a sort of racist tone, and I just want to be like, dude, if they come through and like decide that they're gonna sweep up all the Arabs, they're not taking a census on fucking. If you're if you're a fucking Egyptian, <laughs> get in the wagon, my guy. So you need to like reconcile with all whatever bullshit you got going on and recognize that like these people don't know the difference. <laughs> so stop. You said something dope there. You said. Um... You said that you stopped posting like political shit. Yeah, for the most part, unless it's something like really, I'm like I mostly post about like legalization. You know, bills. back in the day, like people didn't tell people their political views. Yeah, I'm like it was like a it. thing that you just kept inside. Like you didn't want to like start arguments, so you and you didn't want to be polarizing, so you like kept in your political views. It was like only for you to know. I just don't I even just, who you vote for. Like that's actually a personal thing. Like who I decide to vote for is. For me to know, not I, for you to know. You ever hear the stand-up about that? It was like white people, like white people tell you, we'll talk about anything openly, but they're voting. He's <laughs> like, uh, but their voting is very personal. He's like, uh, <laughs> so uh, Bill, uh, who'd you vote for last year? So like, whoa, 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 bud. Let's not get personal. I'm trying to tell you about last night I was fucking my wife. <laughs> and for some reason, I always thought that was a white thing. And that's kind of true. I don't know. Well, not, I don't think it's personal. I just don't think like I think that I think that it is personal because I think that what everyone's problem is right now, and I think that I think people could keep it in back in the day because social media didn't exist. Yeah, I think they're just a willing people, a willing audience that's down to fucking. Well, I think they have a platform to talk about. There's it now. a platform one, yeah. but you could have you could have walked out in the street and talked shit. Yeah, but who's gonna do that? Uh, fucking Jehovah Witness and everybody. everybody yeah, but else. you put you, you put, but you gotta be really about it. You put a screen in front of someone and allow them to just say whatever the fuck they so feel. So much easier. Oh yeah. And if there's see, punch getting punched in the face <laughs> has lost its value, oh, and it's no longer oh, a repercussion. I say that all the time. People need to get punched in the face. It's so humbling. You don't know what if you don't know what getting punched feels like. 
you need to experience it at least mm-hmm. once. And there are some people that have never been punched. In the Even face. if the punch doesn't necessarily hurt you like that, it's still just like a oh shit, this is up. this is yeah. real. There's repercussions. Yeah. No, and no, I think that people punches. stop getting punched in the face, and I think that because of that, now people just feel like they're able to do and say whatever the fuck they feel, you know. And I feel like like politics in general, I feel like has become that. We have a platform where we've talked about politics on here, and it's like very openly known what we believe in, you know. But we argue amongst ourselves, but it's always like, there's always like a sense of like, because we're sitting in front of each other and we know each other personally. It's like, yeah, I get what you're saying. You get what I'm saying. Like, there's a, a wanting of exchange. The, the other thing with the computer is there's a fucking off button. Yeah. So now you can just like, whenever it gets too real, you can just say your two pieces and just hit Yeah, the see, but this is the thing that, that sucks. And and I'm going to, I would like to call that both, like this both ways. Like, I wish sometimes that we did have like a Republican homie. That could sit uh, here yeah. and, and I try to be talk. open-minded though. I'm I'm open-minded to a certain degree, but like, bro, I would when I was living in Hagistown, I would have these discussions with like the re- Republican kids that are there, you know, my age Republican, and fucking, it would turn into like heated debates because it's nuts that depending on where you're raised, you see things completely different. It's insane, you know, and and being this age, you think like, well, being from this area. It's so diverse that you think that everyone feels like that if they're your age. But then you meet people outside of this area that are your age and feel the opposite. Like they're all down for Trump and they're all in on on fucking the far right. And you're like, holy shit, like this is real. But but what I did enjoy is that even though it's it's argumentative and there's band like it's nice to hear the other perspective because sometimes they say shit that you're like, oh, I didn't even think about that. You're right. Like, that's yeah. that's cool. And I feel like because we're able to seclude ourselves nowadays, we're like, you only see what you want to see. Like, like as as people act like cyberbullying is so fucking real and uh, being shamed online is so real. Yeah, turn the computer off. You can turn it off or you can block the people. There's so turn many ways off. to just get rid of those people from your, like, feed. Like, you can mute people. You can do all this shit. When I see someone posting shit, I'm a hip-hop artist slash engineer, right? I follow a lot of rappers. Mm -hmm. Rappers post a lot of dumb shit. Like, them with guns. Them selling drugs. Them doing this and that. And I'm not better than anyone, but I'm not a fucking idiot. Mm -hmm. And when I see idiotic shit on my timeline... I used to try to tell the people, like, yo, this is probably not a good look. But they don't take the advice, so I just started muting them. Getting them the fuck off my feed because I don't want to wake up and and look at you with a gun. I just don't. I think that you're a fucking idiot, and then that fucking takes over my brain, and I'm just sitting there for hours thinking, wow, that kid's a fucking idiot. Like, I don't want him to get caught, but if I tell him, he's not going to do anything. So I say that to say, like, with politics, it's like if I see someone say some shit that I don't necessarily agree with, like conspiracy theorists or some shit, right? I just block them. Uh, but you but see, I don't know if that's a good thing. The other side. That's no, what I'm saying. I don't, I don't think that's that what I'm saying. Like I don't think it is. Like I understand the the. I don't know the, the middle ground there because it's like one. I don't want to see someone talking about chemtrails. I think it's a fucking retarded notion. But like, should I? 
Like, am I being a fucking, am I being too safe by, by saying, yo, chemtrails is fucking bullshit, dude. Something like you're stupid, a fucking idiot. Something as stupid as like that or something, something that's really trivial, like flat earthers, like those people could just go fucking die. I don't really care yeah. about changing. If you believe in that already, then you're too far gone in my mind. Right. But like blocking somebody just because they're conservative or something that just adds to the problem. Cause then the bubble's already there and like. We're not going to get into the whole algorithm thing because everybody's heard about it, but like the algorithms don't help and you're just further cementing this fucking glass wall around. I don't really block anybody because in my mind, sometimes it's ISMH, but nothing really, like I never see anybody's post and I'm like bothered by it unless it's like overtly, oh, no, dude, overtly racist like, or there's like the people really fucking ridiculous. You know the vaccine people that like, swear vaccines give you like autism i feel bad for them if anything i feel bad for them but like when i see that too many times like i went to high school with a couple like chicks that were posting shit like that like that's why i don't get my kid vaccinated and like i want so bad to say something to them like just be like like yo your kid's at risk of like getting seriously fucking yeah but hurt. you don't think anybody said that already no they probably did but they don't have I something don't wanna, in the chamber ready for you. I, I get so angered by stupidity that I don't even want to put my two cents in because I know that it's not going to be taken well. So I just remove that from my line of vision. I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? But it's, but it's the same thing. The this girl, way. this one girl asked me, she's like, why'd you unfollow me? And I said, you posted like a bunch of shit about the earth being flat. And I, I think that that's extremely fucking stupid. No, and I think you're bitch. misusing a platform that... I think that I think that you're just adding to the fucking fire of stupidity, and I don't I don't necessarily want to see that. I don't I don't think those those are a lot of people. I don't think there are as many people as we think. I don't think that there are as many people, but I think that people are very easily persuaded these days. I think it's I, was, think, I think it's oh think no no no, dude, just completely un unmovable, immovable. Oh from no, that position. I think dude, that's the major I think, issue. I think I could go online right now and say, I think I could go online right now and say, um, touches women without their consent and i think that you'd get a shitload of messages being Always like ask. who who I have think you been touching to without their consent like that i think they I, no no i'm talking about like like those hardline positions i think like that's a matter of like if somebody doesn't like me they're just gonna just hop on it yeah but i think nowadays but people don't like the government and they hop on it yeah but nowadays there's so much info you can always find a fact or a figure you know people do not up. fact check no, they do, but they'll find a fact that backs their shit up. See, me and you have like working brains. So we just give people the benefit of the doubt a lot of the time. And we say, nah, they're probably like looking it up. And when you have enough conversations with people that don't look it up, you start to realize, oh, they're not looking it up. No, no, I know that I know they're not looking it up. I just know that all they have looked up is whatever fucking thing confirmed whatever they already had preconceived. Right, right. Like, that's that's what they're running with. And then they have it ready for you. So whenever you say something, it's like, there was a dude, a homie, well, not really a homie, but somebody I used to know that I saw later on, very later, but recently, like, there was a like, six-year span where I hadn't seen them. And they went to Cornell, like, graduated, like, smart kid. And we were talking about Muhammad Ali, and he was just like, so how do you, he says some wild shit like, how do you feel, or, um, you think it's, you think it's, so tell me you think it's cool that you could just tell people to, to call you what you want, or, or change, or tell people how to 
try to control people's speech towards you. And he's trying to compare Muhammad Ali, like, since I'm not saying it right, trying to compare Muhammad Ali to, like, um, like uh, the LGBTQ shit where their, like, pronouns are trying to be, where they're trying to have, like, their he's and their she's right. And I'm supposed to try to fucking guess what gender you are based on looking at you. He's trying to compare the two. And I'm like, my man, like, I think you're trying to conflate things to, like, I think he was shocked to realize that he was talking to not an idiot. Yeah. And I was just like, my man, I think you're trying to conflate two completely different things. Muhammad Ali converted religions and just wanted people to call him Muhammad Ali and not Cassius Clay. Okay. The, the conversion thing is what he was talking but about. But he he's doesn't like, even he's realize like, he transitioned that. religions he and made you call him. He realize that he's being a fucking bigot and his issue isn't the name. His issue is the fact that Cassius Clay became Muhammad Ali. He has a problem with the Muhammad Ali. He doesn't have a problem with the changing of a name. Right. I didn't get into all that, but I just made. I just looked at him in the eye. I was like, "My guy, like, what the fuck do you care? Like, I get the gender thing. Like, we can't walk around fucking guessing. If you look like your guy, you look like your guy. If you look, like, and if I mistake it and you correct me, then that's it. I, I'm corrected and we keep it moving. But if I asked you point blank, if I'm one of the most influential people of the 20th century, and I ask you point blank, straight. Call me Muhammad Ali. And not only that, every time somebody calls me Cassius Clay, I knock them the fuck out in the ring the following fight. Every time somebody called him Cassius Clay before a fight, I forget who it was, but he kept calling him Cassius Clay, kept calling him Cassius Clay. He was like, yo, I'm going to fuck you up, man. And he proceeded to do just that. And I'm just like, my man, if somebody changes religions and you know that that's the person and they're asking, asking you to call them by their new name. Like, what do you care? And he just paused and looked at me. And he was, and I, in his mind, I'm sure it was just like, now I just look like an asshole. Yeah. Because, like, what, what do you really care? Can I, you just sparked something in my brain. Can you legally change your gender? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Like, 100%. when people get sex changes, they legally change you their legally gender? legally change their gender. So, on their license, it's going to say female. Really? Female. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah, it's weird, but like it is what it is. If you want to change your gender, change your gender. But if you still look kind of mostly like a guy, and I call you a he, don't get too offended by it. Yeah, like take it with a grain of salt. Like you used to be a dude. I I just think that I'm sorry that your doctor didn't do such a great job. I think shitting on people. I've had I've had a stance on that on on this podcast before. Like if you go back to our first episode, I said if you want to be called a dragon, I'm not going to call you a dragon, just because you tell me to call you a dragon. But you see, like why and, not? Because it's, care? it's not a care thing. It's just, it sounds like you care. No, I, I, <laughs> I, love it. I don't. No, no, no. I, <laughs> I take don't, a position on something, you care. I take a position on something because I think that you should be allowed to do whatever the fuck you please. But this is not. This is not a. This is not a meme. It's See, a sign. This is the same argument he it's, was making. This is not the same. It's not. It's not me making you. It's me asking you. If so you, just comply. Oh, no, no, no. If you ask me, if you said, "Hey, I'd rather be called her." Then okay, fine. I'm not gonna argue with you. I'm not they're gonna saying have a that. They're just saying it in a in a. See, the problem was with that with what the other side of it is. They usually don't ask in a nice tone. That's the problem. That's yeah, what people are exactly. like. Exactly. Fuck you. I'm not gonna say that now. <laughs> right. Right. And I get that. I get. I get no, that my, inclination. My issue with it is that like you can't shame somebody for looking at a dude who's a dude, whether like they change their sex or or not. Like for looking at them and saying, "Oh, that's a guy." No, I get that. And you're they're shaming the fuck out of those people for looking at someone who that. is what they are and saying that they are what they are. You know what I mean? Like 
and I think that that's a slippery slope, and that's why I said the dragon thing. Like, yeah. like no matter what I tell you, you know I'm a fucking dude and not a dragon. And so, and look, <laughs> if I said, please, man, I really want to be referred to as a dragon, because you don't want to argue with me, you're not gonna fucking be like, all right, I'm just gonna call you a guy. You're gonna be like, all right, dude, if you want really want to be called a dragon, I'll call you a dragon, right? Because like we're not trying to fight people for no reason. I get that, but. My I thing is, sound like don't the other, make the person yeah. feel like a fucking douchebag because they made a judgment call that was correct. Okay, so the two sides of it are people have to ask nicer and people just have to comply. It, he called it, what did he call it? Speech. Oh, man. Speech restriction or speech manipulation. Some crazy ass shit that was like, my dude, it's not all that. It's just yeah. they're asking to be called one thing. Just call them that. But if you come at me like, Oh my god, you need to be fucking killed for fucking up that pronoun. Then I'm gonna be like, all right, you know what? Go fuck yourself. Right. <laughs> That's a dude. <laughs> so you can suck <laughs> my balls and his balls. <laughs> the the weird part is like these days, if you say anything that's like not along the lines of like fucking political correctness, like you're immediately made into a bigot. And I think that that's where Republicans like draw a line mm-hmm. and i don't think they're wrong for for like feeling like that because i don't think that like it, dude it sucks being attacked even these days like if you're a republican amongst democrats like you're automatically a racist whether yeah. you fucking like it or not Which and you could insane. you could be the fucking nicest most fucking straight down the middle person in the world but just like money and you're immediately called a racist and i think that when you go down those type of paths it gets scary because then it's like all right you're trying to like be extremely polarizing you're trying to separate people and be divisive and you're you're trying to extremely like like create a fucking line in the sand where now it's like you're the enemy if you're not with us and that's just not how democracy works the only thing the only color that being a republican implicates is red that's the only thing it implicates right it doesn't mean you're white. It doesn't mean you're anything. If anything, it probably means a tax bracket. Did you watch that Kanye uh, interview? No. I, that uh, Talk about people that piss you off when you watch them a little bit. That is one person I've stopped uh, watching. Not because his like views are out there. I just think he's... I just don't even think he really knows what he's saying anymore. I think he's super incoherent. I don't think that yeah. he even has... Yeah, I don't think he has together. That's what annoys... Annoy, if, you, uh, if you're wrong, but you believe you're right... I'm more inclined to listen to you than if you just sound like you're just completely just letting out hot air. Yeah. I know this girl who at one point was like a hippie and then she was goth and then she was this and then she was that and then she was that and she kept just changing trends, right? And people like that, I think, have a serious mental illness. And why I'm bringing that up is because Kanye seems to just change his whole swag up every five years like three to five years and become a completely different human being and because it's like disguised as he's a genius he could just do whatever the fuck he wants right like dude he's he put out that song uh last year that that was like you're such a fucking hoe i like i love it that's a great song i love that song. a great beat like anytime that comes on at a fucking bar or a club that song is hard lit can't lie right he's he's in this interview saying that the devil made him make that song and that 
the reason why it shot up the fucking charts was because the devil was behind it. And not anymore. He's down with Jesus. And this and that. And what bothers me about Kanye, if you want to be religious, I don't give a fuck. Like, be religious. I like, don't think he's religious. I, he's not religious. That's that, that's, that's what bothers we're taking, me. We're saying the same exact thing. Listen, he said, he said bitch in the interview. He goes, oh, that probably got my Christian scorecard down a little bit. And he's like making... Like when you make jokes like that, you're not. There's no Christians. You're not religious. You like, know what I mean? and yeah. yo, it's not. Did you ever see the interview where Trump got asked what his favorite uh, part of the Bible was, Old uh, Testament yeah. or New Testament? And he was like, I, you know, that's just personal. I just don't. And they were so, like, yeah, yeah, but you don't have like a favorite like verse or. He's like, ah, that's personal. I just don't want to tell. And it was like clear that he's just never you read just the don't Bible. Know what the fuck you talking? Right. If you listen to that Kanye album. The only thing that's clear that he knows about religion is that Jesus' name is Jesus. Facts. He has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. And I'm telling you that I'm I'm an atheist, but I went to church my entire life. Like definitely know more about religion than he does. I'm telling you as a person like who went to church. Yeah, religion. went to church every week from fucking one years old to eighteen when my family recognized me as an adult and allowed me to make my own decisions. I'm telling you that. He doesn't know a single thing about religion. No, I think I think Kanye got hit in the head too hard in that car accident. I think that is that, and I think that his mom uh, oh, passing that, really that, fucked that him up. Yeah. Help, but I, I really do think he has some issues because I think he thinks he has to reinvent himself. I think because he went from like producer and then the accident, then he became a huge rapper. But he got it right the first time. Like yeah. those first two albums, fucking amazing. And I then he that, like did the EDM thing, and then he was doing auto tune, and then it was like now I fucks with Jesus, or now I'm doing love song, and I'm like, what are you doing? You know when Chris, uh, when Crispy has his beard, yeah, and everyone's like, yo, you look really good with your beard, yes, it's and he concept. immediately shaves same it concept. off, same concept, same thing. These are all the same people. It's a Trump Crispy. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be so pissed here. Trump Crispy Kanye West, all the same person. You say right, good job. They go left immediately. Right. Why they do that? I don't know. I think it's them saying, uh, I think it's them like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, what's them being so, unique? I don't know. What's so funny about that, the Kanye interview, was him saying that that song uh, like skyrocketed up to the, because the top of the, of the charts because of the devil. It's like, no, it's because the it's the first good song you've made in fucking in forever, dude. Like <laughs> People were hyped for it. Yeah, you. like, like they God. were happy that you made a song that was decent. No, we were just happy for you, man. It was just a good song. His shit is so bad. It's terrible. Like, dude, I listen. I'm as as much as I don't like new Kanye West music. I'm such a super fan of Kanye West as an artist that I listen to the entire project because I'm hoping that it's good. He had a really good song on there. I think it's called On God. There's an On God record. That's I don't remember what it was called. But there's a this is what your life like. That's a good one. That That song is super fucking dope, right? But the rest of the album is fucking trash. And like Kanye fans are so delusional that they can't admit when he does wrong. And I think that that drives him to keep on making shittier music. So it's like, yo, if you guys are really fans and you really want him to make good music, stop buying the fucking bad music. I think they think this is good music. I don't think they think that. I think that they just support whatever he does. The only thing good music about his shit is the name of his label. Justin Bieber is making a remix to Many Men by 50 Cent. Jesus Christ. Okay. I think that there are Justin no, Bieber fans. Not. Yes, he is. There's a video out. That's so upsetting. There's Justin I Bieber like fans. Justin Bieber. <laughs> Fuck. 
I like him too. I just found out that he said the N word in the video. Like he's really starting like piss me really, off. really like crazy. Like he said it with the ER. ER. But um, he uh he put out this like snippet of him doing the Many Men remix, and I think that there's a Justin Bieber fan out there that's probably like, this is the illest shit ever. They didn't buy and, the Get Rich and, and Die Trying album though. And this is what I want to tell people: <laughs> just because you're a super fan of somebody doesn't mean that they can't do wrong. Everyone oh, fucks up every once in a that's while. That's such a fact. Everyone makes mistakes. Like, you can be this Christ-like figure in your fucking life. You know what I mean? Like, Kanye is Christ-like to a lot of kids. Like, they think that he's, and like... to himself. That's and, the problem. For sure. But to a lot of his fans, like, he is, like, what every artist should be, right? So they don't allow him to make mistakes in their head. And that's really fucking bad for, for an artist because then if you never know when you're fucking up, you just continue to fuck up. Because to you, it's like it never happened. Keeps trying to reinvent it. Yeah, I mean? And like he's like, so weird. He, he compared, uh, like when people say, oh, I want the old Kanye, he said it's like something like, uh, Steve, he goes, Steve Jobs uh, didn't say, oh, we're going to make the iPod 4. And he's like, if you want, and then uh, Big Boy from uh, Big Boy's Neighborhood said, well, what if someone did want the iPod 4? Like, referring to what if someone did want old Kanye-type music. He's like, then go on eBay and type in iPod 4, and you could buy it. He's like, go buy my old music. He's like, I'm not. Like, that's what it is. But this dude is saying he wants to go back. That's a terrible comparison, though. Because right. he made the iPhone 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. He was alive till 8, probably. So he obviously knows. Yeah, he extended it into something. He obviously understands when something's working. Don't fuck with it. I, he stopped making the iPod because he had to make it a phone because... That's just how technology right, works. <laughs> right. But with That's a terrible analogy. Yeah, with Kanye, it's like I just feel like he's fucking completely lost it. And now he's at a point where he's like, I feel like he's trolling almost, but I don't think that you should be like forty and trolling people. Especially with that amount of influence. I don't think he's trolling. You don't think, think so? I think he's just lost it. I think he I think he in somewhere in his mind he's I think he's tr- he's he knows he's an innovator or was an innovator, and now he's trying to be an innovator. You yeah. can't try to be an innovator. Yeah. You either innovate or you don't innovate. See, what's sad is that everything he does is wildly successful. So, again, it's like it's support for – like, dude, he's making fucking like Yeezy Crocs. And as much as people are going to say how ugly they are, they're going to sell out. And I think that – when you have a fan base like that, it's just detrimental. It's a bunch of yes men in your corner, and you never really know when you're doing bad. When Kanye Kanye really turned me off when he said that, um, I don't think it's I don't think it's his fans' fault though. I think it's literally his yes. I think it's fault. a I think it's a, a mixture. I think that when I, you're, no, I think I think, but I know a lot of there's a lot of famous people that are like godlike to a lot of people. Yeah, but they don't. None of them necessarily listen to their fans verbatim. Or no. just follow what their fans are saying. They listen to themselves and their inner circle mostly. And that's the smartest thing to do. You can't. Otherwise, you're just at the mercy of fans. What the fuck do the fans know? He, when he um was going through <clears throat> whatever like mental illness or mental diagnosis he said happened. And he said like they were prescribing him pills and they were taking away his superpowers. As someone whose father takes uh medication to keep them sane <clears throat> and having conversations with my uh pops about 
that same situation where my dad thinks that like he's hearing God in his head and that when he doesn't, when he takes his medication, he no longer hears God. When you have that amount of influence, you can't say shit like that. Like you're influencing a bunch of kids who need medication to stop taking their medication because you're, you're guising it as it's taken away your superpowers. Like, do you know how detrimental that is? Like, like, bro, there's kids out there that need a medication to help their brain slow down. Because medication does actually like suppress for sure. Suppress a lot of natural shit that you should be feeling. For sure. It it hushes down the shit that's extra in you. Right. But whatever's extra is natural. Check this out. My my brother has has, uh, ADD. My bad. My brother has ADD and, uh, he was prescribed Ritalin when he was younger. And my mom, the one thing that, like, my mom stopped giving it to him because she said that it made him, like, slower. Like, he didn't think as quick. And he uh, he lost his appetite. Yeah. Okay. Fast forward fucking 30 years, and my brother is extremely overweight, and he doesn't know how to stop fucking like touching shit, changing shit, like everything is like. So he actually needed it. He needed it. Yeah. Like <clears throat> every problem that he has. It's a rough decision, though, man. I know, but every problem that he has right now would have been prevented had he taken that medication. It's a rough decision when you see Just a something. Weird one. When you see something like, especially like, how old was your brother? Probably, yeah, he had to be like fucking three or like five. Yeah. Like when you when you give your kid a medication and can visibly see a change in a three or four year old like personality. Yeah. When it's like your and what your brother is younger than you older than you? Older. Your your firstborn, like that is yeah, yeah. all your love is invested in this and you just see a change. I can I would think eight times before continuing some shit. See, but I it's hard and back then it wasn't like Ritalin wasn't the norm. Like nowadays right, right, somebody right. prescribes you Ritalin and you're like, oh I know what the fuck's happening. Right. Ritalin was probably just <clears> out <throat> fresh off the fucking See, this is my thing, though. Like, if you're going to take your kid to a doctor, you can't then, like, neglect the doctor's diagnosis. A lot of doctors are quacks, though. That's true, but but you took the kid to a doctor. I feel you. That's, like, that's on you. You took the kid to a doctor. Don't Now that the doctor said some shit that you don't like, you can't just be like, oh, fuck that doctor. Like, yeah. it's like... No, you took him there and he gave you the fucking answer. Kids you gotta... are a touchy thing, man. Yeah, That's why that sure. vaccine thing is so <clears throat> such a weird one. That's why it's so like, because people are like, people get really crazy when it comes to their kids. It's really just like a, it's really a touchy subject. And I can't get mad at you if like a bunch of like healthcare professionals tell you and put out shit about vaccines being crazy and fucking you up and fucking people up. And you're just like, well, I don't want to give my kid that. I get that. See, but <clears throat> who you is trust? It, is it healthcare professionals saying that, or is it there are like crazy among? People? I mean, it's not the majority. <clears throat> it just depends where you, who you hear first, even sometimes, or who you place your trust in. If it's a if it's somebody that you personally trust, you're gonna believe. Dude, Rogan had uh, a doctor on that, that had a kid who had <clears throat> autism and yeah. works on vaccines. Mm-hmm. The doctor like vaccines. creates the vaccines. And, I thought that was a great one. Yeah, and if that's not. I mean, I'm not saying one person is proof of like a whole fucking I know it, like an issue, like a conspiracy. But 
that should tell you something. I always you know? thought I always thought that was weird. Why I could so easily understand why somebody should be verified as a like like a that's a stamp I can rely on and yeah. other people can't. Like you understand what I'm saying? Like me and you see that guy and we're like, okay. He ha- he's personally invested. Right. He's a professional who's an expert and he's backed by what seems like the majority opinion. Yeah. Sounds like he's that's the safe choice. It's that crispy mentality, I think. This is my thing. <laughs> this is why I think Rogan has has uh, built a podcast that is respected enough that like the people that he gets on are extremely, <clears throat> excuse me, extremely trusted. Dude, he sources. just had Edward Snowden or Edwin. Oh. Uh, Ed- yeah, yeah, yeah Snowden. Snowden. That shit is fucking crazy. I was I was listening. To I was it like, and shit is I didn't nuts. know this nigga was taking a fucking <clears throat> interview. Yeah, <laughs> remotely. It was insane. I was, insane. When I first saw the clip, it I was like. Is this guy in the studio? Yeah. <laughs> Did he get a visa? Dude, insane. But I think that he has enough uh, wherewithal to only take on people that are extremely respected in their field because he knows how big his platform is and he knows what it does. They've changed my so mind about shit. When I listen so. to a Rogan podcast with like a doctor or a scientist, I trust their opinion because I don't think Rogan is the type of person that just puts on some fucking nobody who has because no- Because me and you listen to Rogan now. Right, right, right. Some people will just be like, oh, it's from Joe Rogan. Everybody loves Joe Rogan. Fuck Joe Rogan. Just because That's true. Just because it's Joe Rogan. Did you know that there's like a whole like Twitter like fucking hate train of Joe Rogan? Of course there is. They Dude, hate I didn't Joe even Rogan. know that. Not surprised. Dude, my girl makes jokes about Joe Rogan all the time. Of she's, course they do. The only Joe Rogan podcast she's ever listened to was a sleep specialist was on there. Because my girl that gets was like four hours of sleep. It was great. And I, I made her listen to it because I was like, look, this will really help you. And- for some reason, she was able to accept that that was an official podcast. But then I see her like retweeting like people like Joe Rogan's fucking insensitive about this, and he fucking doesn't understand fucking depression and fucking mental illness. And Joe fucking- Rogan fumbles some things sometimes, and sometimes he I know what he means because like we've said the same thing. We follow him. When, when, no, but we've said the same thing as in terms of there's a difference in clinical depression and fucking being yeah. sad. But people don't understand that distinction. They don't know, but they don't know he's saying that. Like he's saying that. He's trying to. That's what bothers just me. Just in a very Joe Rogan well, way. Well, yeah, bullshit. Well, I hate when people don't like listen to something or they don't watch something and they have a opinion on it. Oh my god! Like, dude, That's I've the never same thing as Kanye. It's like, right? You don't follow religion. Like, what the? You're not a fan of Jesus. Like, stop. Look, <laughs> you're not. I've never you watched there, B. <laughs> Pretty Little Liars. I would never in my life do a podcast on it. So if someone asked me about Pretty Little Liars, my go-to isn't that show. Fucking sucks. It's I've never seen it. I don't I know anything do that. about that. That's like, see, that's a childish mentality. I used to do that. Yeah. I used to be like, oh, that's a girl's show. Yeah, I don't it's fuck a with fucking that. idiotic show. But like, I've never, well, actually, I have watched a couple seasons. That's the funny thing. I've seen Pretty Little Lives of My Sister a couple times. All I really know about the show is it's very unrealistic. So shows like that don't really like get in yeah. my mind. And everybody on, part of the unrealistic part is everybody on it is gorgeous. Like guys, girls, yeah. everybody's just. Good looking motherfucker. Like nobody. First of all, these girls. There's no way they're in high school. They're 27 they're at 38 least. 38 years old. They're in real life. They're <laughs> definitely in their 30s. 100. percent They're gorgeous. <laughs> so hot. You want to hear something about guys that if I find out if they're there's 16. if there's a five percent girls that listen to this podcast, something that you probably don't know about guys is that we love a good rom com. That we do. If, if there's if it's actually if there's if there's actually calm like if there's one of those like Zac Efron like funny fucking Netflix it has to movies be funny, 
I'm gonna watch it. I like shit like that. If I see Paul Rudd in like a fucking love film, I'm watching it. I love Fifty First Dates. I love it. <laughs> love Fifty First Dates. Romantic comedies where like the, like they at the end of the movie like they have to like run to the airport or some Rom- shit. Yeah, romantic get- comedies are the epitome of just stupidity in a box. But love them. It's fine as long as it's as long as it keeps me entertained. Like dudes don't hate shit that like girls like. We actually enjoy it. We just have like a very tough exterior so we can't admit it sometimes but that's also childish like as a grown man i could admit that i like i wear pink all the time i could admit that i listen but to fucking pull off pink. girls music See, that's, that's the thing the odd thing about pink is the manlier you are the manlier you are the easier it is for you to pull off pink. now this is the thing or that like small like you see this chain look like girl like i've asked girls like you think this is a bit much and they're like because you're big in frame and you're like imposing that little touch of femininity isn't much if you were really skinny and wore that it would be suspect right i was like i, I think that, that pulling off pink is just wearing the right shade of pink no some people shouldn't wear it. yeah like if you're no white, i think that there are specific shades of pink that i think white people shouldn't fi- wear pink at all i think if you wear like really deep like magenta ish pink you look wild. I think that there's a certain shade of pink where it's like, ah, eh, don't touch you that. You ever one. seen a really dark skinned dude in like a really dark, like almost pinkish but kind of purplish suit? Oh yeah, no, 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 fucking fresh. Not it's, a full suit though. I'm just talking full about like suits. Oh no, no, I've no, no, seen no, full no. suits. You look like the dude, fucking pull Joker off. in a comic book. Like, not if you're like really dark skinned. Nah, it just nah, kind of works. Out of here. The contrast is. <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm telling. I'm telling them straight up. Get the fuck out of here with that. I would. I would tell you if they look weird or terrible, but they really don't. It really depends on just objectively what you look good in in colors. If the darker you are, you can kind of get away with a little bit more, ironically, a little bit more uh, palette of colors. For sure. If you're super light skinned and rocking a super pink shirt, you just look like a walking vagina, my man. <laughs> and that's that. <laughs> All right. We were going to talk about uh, gentrification. Gentrification. But <laughs> Never did. We're saving that for the next episode because. At this point, we've exhausted all of our time. Yeah, we talked about everything besides gentrification. So this is Just Some Average Guys podcast, and we're signing out. That was actually a really good podcast for just us two. No, we... we, we this is. This I is knew just, that was going to happen, this, but... This I, is the same podcast minus every once in a the while. The chime-in joke. Crispy chimes in, <laughs> which is actually always a good thing, though. I yeah, very like, much enjoy Crispy. Like, this podcast was... We said it before we started that this was going to be a more grown-up podcast, and this podcast is probably way more like serious. Than- and we also need Chris because, like, back to that like going left thing. Me and you, I annoyingly tend to agree on a lot of things. I think rightly so, but Crispy's going left shit stirs the pot. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. See, but when we disagree, it's like a heated disagreement. Yes. <laughs> when Crispy disagrees, he's just like, man, I don't just give to a fuck, fuck you up. Yeah. That's the whole thing with those fucking people. Yeah. All right, guys, we're signing out. This is Diggy Metro. Young Umber. Peace out, guys. Deuce.